Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. My name is Stephen Beckman. I'm the chief executive nobody of the Mesh News Project. The Mesh News Project is the mothership of the Pro 2.0 podcast. You can hear more episodes of the Pro 2.0 podcast without an app at the address of podcasts with an S, podcasts dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then zero spelled out, that's Z-E-R-O. So that's podcasts dot COINTELPRO, the number two, Z-E-R-O dot com. There's also some companion videos we have for the, the COINTELPRO 2.0, and that is at videos with an S, videos dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then Z-E-R-O dot com, as well as just the online resource center that is COINTELPRO, the number two, and then ZERO.com. That is a great resource with articles and videos and podcasts all in one. And that is for people who are targets of gang stalking, mobbing, workplace harassment, um, tips and tricks and strategies for whistleblowers and government leakers and even journalists who might be under the thumb of oppressive means or uh, a large group of people who would employ these tactics even on the corporate side, seeing as COINTELPRO 2.0 tactics are also used on targets that, you know, a corporation might deem as a threat or what have you. And since the commercialization of the military industrial complex, these services are available to those who run in those kinds of circles. So visit the website, check out the resource. That's COINTELPRO, the number two, ZERO.com. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in the podcast. My name is Steve. This is the COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast. This is a sister project of the Mesh News Project. You can check us out at meshnews, M-E-S-H news.org or at uh, COINTELPRO, the number two, and then zero spelled out, Z-E-R-O.com. Please also check out our world's first and only decentralized independent news network at tv.meshnews.org. That's tv.meshnews.org. Yes, I understand that um, Jimmy Dore has left YouTube. Uh, we kind of fixed that with having a fan account. And... Um, because, you know what I'm saying, uh, we enjoy show, and I know you guys do too. And it's unfortunate that they're playing games with him. But uh, just like many Joe Rogan accounts, fan accounts, etc. Uh, you know what I'm saying, we are bringing him back with clips. Um, uh, and um, it's just um, waiting for that stuff to come out and uploading them, etc. So I did get those. Um, messages about Jimmy Dore. Did we take him off or have you? No, he just, he left YouTube because YouTube's playing fucking games with him. Um, anyways, I want to get into this podcast real quick because, um, yeah, I think it's something short, but, um, so let's just get into it. So you're in COINTELPRO and you're getting harassed by people, locals that you don't know. Um, but also you'll be messed with by criminals. And like I said, the government, even police, loves to use criminals as proxies because just like we love to use fucking Ukraine as a proxy to attack Russia um, because 
we're not officially going to war with Russia because then that would be World War Three. But if we have, you know, Ukraine, which is basically it'd be basically Ukraine attacking Russia is like Mexico going to war with the United States. Like Ukraine's just uh, Russia's just not worried about it. Do you know what I'm saying? But regardless, we're using another country to essentially um, attack another, um, etc. So proxies are used quite a bit with local law enforcement and federal law enforcement. They will use the cartel. They'll use organized crime. They'll use local gangbangers, etc. And usually if DHS is working with local law enforcement on you, then then they'll just use local gangbangers, etc. But there's something you need to know about the mindset of an institutionalized person or people who um, uh, accept that lifestyle. And that is they will essentially, um, unless you call, catch them red-handed or call them out red-handed, these motherfuckers will put on an absolute show for you. Um, now, these now I think I've mentioned before that... Um, I went around and I had literally interviewed literally hundreds of people because they're smearing me for being a, a sexual predator, right? And then I was trying to figure out, well, how can I show that this is not why this is going on? Because people hear gossip or what have you and they'll be like, oh, why are you fucking with that guy? And if you say something crazy, people will just clam up. They're like, oh, well, yeah, that sounds really bad. I don't want to deal with that. I'll just trust you that you're not lying to me and I'll just believe that's what's going on. No one really actually cares. They don't, no one actually fucking cares. So what they will do is if they start fucking with you and they want to do it in broad daylight and they need people's permissions, what they'll usually do first is they'll canvas a neighborhood. They'll go around. Like in my case, they show doctored footage, footage that I've even shown in many videos that they're purposely hiding. Um, I've for about five years, uh, when I ran my own shop, I offered this service known as online reputation management where I scour the internet like finding needles in haystacks to better the reputations of people online. It was a service I uh, so I can find a needle in a fucking haystack. So I know when things are purposely being hidden from me. And I have a whole video on me showing all the different variations of my name and different keywords of different smears. And I go on all these different social pro platforms, etc. to show they're purposely making sure that you cannot find it under what have you. And that if they are, if it is on like some public website, what they're doing is they're directly linking to it and they're putting something called a no robots file on the page. It's essentially shadow banning it from Google. So it's shadow telling Google, don't, don't put this in your search engine. And that's how they hide things. And that's how, and the reason why they hide things, the only reason why you would hide something is if it was fake. The only reason why you would put it in like a private profile or private chat group is because it's fake. Because if you're trying to shame somebody for doing something bad, what would you do? You put it on the public internet. You wouldn't, you wouldn't put it under crazy titles and you wouldn't hide it. Um, and you, do you know what I'm saying? You would want that person to receive their justice. But an easy life hack, you can tell like, oh, is this fake? Or what they saying is true, whatever it is you can find out like, do they have a no robots file on this, on this webpage that they're putting this on or do, are they hiding this online in private chat groups, etc.? Okay. Well then they're not trying to get justice. They're trying to smear this guy because justice is out in the air. Do you know what I'm saying? Justice is exposed to light. It's not, 
shared and, and, and fucking and, and, and private chats. That's not, that's what they call an echo chamber. It's a fart chamber. It's just a bunch of people thinking they're right and saying something. And if you try to scrutinize that information, they'll become angry or, and, and destitute because now you're challenging and you're telling them, prove it. And I mean, I've had cases where just recently I got blasted with radiation because I made these giant signs and I'm going out into public and inviting people to that. I will gladly, you know, because my, my harassment is getting out of hand, um, and locally. And the reason why that's done is to make it so you can't even live your day-to-day life. It seems like you have these things you need to get done or have you, but like if they are constantly just making the most simple things, the most difficult and agonizing and harassing things, you'll stay up and locked up in your room and what's, and you'll get everything delivered or what have you. And that's even better because if you get everything delivered, what they'll do is they'll just, you know, um, intercept your shipments or they'll have gangbangers or something like deliver your stuff and then they'll, and they'll adulterate it before it gets to you. And then they'll slowly poison yourself because you're too scared to come out of your fucking house. So that's another reason why they make it when you go out into town absolutely horrible for you. And they'll spread all these rumors and they'll get dirty cops to be to make people think that they're doing something right. And they'll they'll vouch for the information, even though a cop is basically just Uber with a gun. They drive you to the jail and then the people who decide whether you did something wrong or not are the opposite of a cop. They work for the district attorney's office. People don't get that, though, because they watch too much fucking TV and so a cop can just go around and be like, this is true. And this is what's going on here. And the people just like, okay, whatever. They don't know that guy's just Uber with a gun. He's, his job is to pick you up from the crime and then take you to the jail until the people who actually know how to prosecute you for things decide if you did something wrong, will then prosecute you. But people don't, people don't, people are idiots. They're just like, well, police are saying this and I like that guy. And so I'm just going to believe that. Like, it's crazy that in the information age where actually starve for comprehension, not information, because everyone has all the answers in their pocket. They just don't know what to do with that information. They purposefully don't teach you comprehension and the most basic of educational institutions, because if you don't know how to make sense of things, you'll never rise up and overcome. That's just the simple thought of, that's just the simple of it, believe it or not. I know it sounds pretty cheesy and like, well, that sounds like a real root problem. Yeah, it is. But, you know, just like a dog, you train it to to do things when you need it to do things. That's essentially what our educational system is. They keep people stupid. They help people manage the status quo. They um, only teach you what they need you to do. And that is to be a good taxpayer and to believe everything that's said on the idiot box. Long story longer. You will have gangbangers that will fuck with you, not just local people. Gangbangers and cartel people are a different breed. Um, these guys, first and foremost, they love to do something bad because inherently it becomes fun for them. Uh, a person who is, you know, a criminal person who likes holding people up at gunpoint, beating people up for their shit, breaking into people's houses or whatever, they get a rush from it, believe it or not. That's half of the, that's half of the allure is that you will get caught and that you don't. And every time you do, it's a rush. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like gambling. And so that's literally half the reason what's going on in the brain of a person, why they're doing that is because it's like they're, it's like they're adrenaline junkies. It's like those people who like jumping off of, uh, you know what I'm saying? Jumping off of cliffs with a fucking, with a squirrel suit on and flying, like they get an adrenaline rush from it. 
And so it becomes highly addicting. And so they engage in some things, horrible things, not only because, you know what I'm saying, they, 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 their, their moral attributes, but also because there's a huge dopamine rush happening to their brain. It's exciting. It's, they're adrenaline junkies. Um, and then you mix that with narcotics and then, gee, Jesus Christ. But something you will notice with these people is these motherfuckers, when they're fucking with you, since they'll usually be laid out like a rumor about you. Like uh, I mentioned for, there was this one female that called into the show and she explained that they were saying that she was abusing her child, etc. And that's why everyone was allowed to fuck with her because she's this horrible mom and she never went to jail for any of this shit, whatever. It was just rumors and cops were spraying the rumors, etc. And it just became this thing. And that's how her shit got out of hand. But they will just say crazy things about you. It's it's basically to pacify people be like, oh, well, that's the doormat. Oh, that's the guy we're doing this to because he's a bad person. We're all morally superior. Um, what happens is organized crime monopolizes on this. And once... Department of Homeland Security or local cops who are smearing you. Like I said, if you're in a local program and not in a federal program, um, they will use this rumor. They will use doctored footage. They will use doctored pictures or audio, or they'll use gossip and spread it in online, like fucking mommy Facebook groups, etc. Right? To get people so out of hand. So when they do finally, you finally become situationally aware of your abuse and people will be pacified because they're like oh well i already heard all about what's going on there yeah don't listen to that guy oh no don't worry about that fucking yeah he's getting justice this is street justice like people don't know people don't know that's why the district attorney is involved in actual fucking cases of criminality not fucking cops people don't know and that's the worst thing about people i think is the fact that people are so confident about the shit that they don't know that they don't know it's crazy. Anyways, when you're dealing with these criminals that are fucking abusing you, because now they've got carte blanche, right? They've sullied your name in your community. Um, and now when you, when people observe these guys fucking with you on the street, they're just going to turn around because they will literally canvas. They will literally have like street teams, groups of people who will go around house to house. Sometimes they'll have old ladies doing it because these old ladies, that's the thing. You know how like there's all these old people who get scammed from all these people from India will scam these old people because old people are easy to lie to, but old people think because they're old that they're wise. And so that's why it's so easy to lie to old people and get old people to do things that they think is in their best interest. Do you know what I'm saying? Because old people are very trusting and they see the world as, you know, how things used to be when they're growing up. They don't understand that people are fucking ratchet. They don't care. And they're just trying to get a come up. And there, you know, there are a lot of pile of shits out there. And so what happens is like local law enforcement will get these like neighborhood watch groups, etc., And they'll lie to them and they will essentially get them to go around town. And these old ladies think they're doing something good. They don't know they're being lied to because they blindly trust cops. Right. I watch fucking NCIS every night. I know the police are the good guy. No, they're not. They're not. Especially uh, when uh, a city government or the federal government is after your shit. But anyways, so how they usually will get the community to baselessly believe things is if you have a bunch of criminals with neck tattoos going around saying shit, that's not effective. But if you can 
bait a bunch of easily confused elderly people who we know in large numbers regularly get fucking caught up in scams, gift card scams, fucking Nigerian prince email scams, like, right? They're calling them up and say, you owe me, and they're like, oh, well, I guess I do. Here's my card. Like, they're just easy to fucking lie to. And they're easy to trigger their emotions. Do you know what I'm saying? So what you do is you lie to a bunch of old ladies and you have them go through the community and everyone just thinks old ladies are sweet, etc. So if they have a bunch of old ladies coming through your community saying a bunch of bullshit about you that they don't fucking know is true and, and they know is actually a fucking lie or made up or what have you, they think they're doing something good. But that's how you get a community of people to baselessly believe things is you don't get it by having a bunch of gangbangers go out. Good dudes with neck tattoos, that's suspect. No, you you lie to a bunch of old ladies, to a bunch of old guys, you know, a bunch of people who fucking their favorite movie is Space Cowboys. They want one more adventure in life. And then you tell them that they're part of this special group. We need you to go around and warn them of the bad man. And like, they'll do it. They'll do it. And they think they're doing something good. Even though statistically we know old people are the easiest people to fucking lie to. Unfortunately, I hate to use the word old people. I would say more experienced human because I've met old people who are still stuck in high school. Do you know what I'm saying? In their brains. So definitely age definitely doesn't have anything to do with. It's more trips around the sun, if anything. I hate age discrimination, by the way. Anyways. So now your community has been subdued. Now you're going to have gangbangers fucking with you out in the open, etc. No one's doing anything. No one's trying to. In fact, um... They think these people are, they're bad guys, but they do good things kind of people. Like, they'll come into restaurants while you're in the drive-thru and hand them fucking Epicac, Drano to put in your drink, whatever. Because, like, they've already had the the neighborhood and not, uh, uh, um, indoctrinized by a bunch of sweet old ladies who are just letting everyone know about the bad man. And now this is already in, like, the local zeitgeist. And now you'll have criminals coming through and then these people in like restaurants and stores, they, they're like, oh, I already heard about the thing from the defense, from the old ladies who made me defenseless. And oh, these must be the, the bad guys who do good things. They're here to like put this on the hush hush because we're getting rid of a bad guy, blah, blah, blah. It's literally how this is done. And the people don't understand, like everyone's getting lied to, everyone. But what happens is with the gangbangers is like these guys love now that even though they know what the lie is, they love that the people in their community think that they're bad guys who do good things. Because now all of a sudden, it's a crackhead with a heart made of gold. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, these motherfuckers love that shit. So they absolutely lean on this shit like, like a motherfucker. Even though I've posted many times, and Muckraker uh, actually published how organized crime in San Diego County, LA County, etc., they drug little kids, bring them across the border, and then they fucking sell them for sex in hotels all throughout Southern California, San Diego, Orange County, L.A. Organized crime is the opposite of someone who cares about their communities. They are literally selling children for sex in many hotels throughout Southern California. Muckraker um, actually, what's called, debuted this. Um, and they show the pipeline of how it happens, how they get the kids over here, etc., Yada, yada. So people don't know what's actually going on. And the criminals love it. And they love that all of a sudden they're a pile of shit. But people think that they're better than they are. They fucking love it. They eat it up. 
I've, I've never met a crackhead who's not trying to get into heaven. Anyways, long story longer. You're going to have... These motherfuckers will also repeat a known lie about why they're behaving the way that they're behaving to you. And they think it's funny. And the only way you're going to get these guys to even be real with you is to call them out and catch them red-handed. I'm sorry, but criminals... I mean, and in fact, I... You know, I can see where a lot of the unfortunate bias comes from, from cops. Um, you know, there's the bias of, you know, what I'm saying, oh, well, um, he looks like, you know, what I'm saying he's from the streets, etc. And a lot of people just like the, the style or that's just their peer group. It doesn't mean that they're criminals or gangbangers. But I can see where because they only see people on their on their worst day and they only deal with people who are criminals that becomes their association in their brain. So I can see how that happens now because I had to deal with so many criminal people from the Hispanic community doing horrible things to me. It's made me now be weary of, of people. Like I've lived in San Diego my whole life. Do you understand? Like I'm the most transparent person who says what I think constantly. You would think that, you know, in a community surrounded by the fucking cartel, I'd probably get my shit put and get my shit smashed in, uh, on a yearly basis. But no, 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 no. I live in San Diego my whole life. I know you don't blow up the spot. You don't fucking call the cops on them. You don't fucking fuck with their money or, 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 or fuck with an area where you know they're making money. Like I do not fuck with that. That's how you survive. Um, believe it or not, organized crime really likes to keep things on the down low. They don't like a lot of drama. So, I'm not saying go to Mexico and do that because that's their backyard. But on the other side of the border here in San Diego, literally on just on the other side of the border, they don't like lots of drama. Um, and as long as you're not fucking with their money and you're not blowing up their spot, you know, like calling the cops on them or saying, I think there's activity in that house or whatever, like you're, you're, you're going to be just fine. Um, but now I'm having... You know, so my whole life, I mean, fuck, the first girl I even kissed and I fucking was like in love with was literally a girl without papers from Mexico. Um, so, you know what I'm saying? I've grown up in San Diego my whole life, like, you know, I, I'm pretty tight with the Hispanic community. But now that I've had to go through this experience, unfortunately, um, now I have to be weary because so many of the people who've done me wrong are people who are from organized crime and unfortunately are Hispanic and it's unfortunate, but now I can understand how police might have those biases and people who don't interact with criminals all the time. Um, don't understand how subconsciously you would have that bias to start to build up because every interaction you have, unfortunately is from that demographic. It's not because you're looking for it because that's the job. It's something you should really understand. I've had to understand personally, and I have a much more understanding of that job, if anything else, because of my unique situation. Anyways, there's something you need to know about criminals. Is first and foremost, they're going to be leaning on this lie about you. Even though they know what the truth is, they know that they've been told, hey, fuck with this dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, make sure this guy doesn't come up for air. You see this guy in your area, you go and fuck with him. Um... These guys will lean on this lie, even to your face, even though you know what's going on. And something I've noticed and something you should understand with these guys, these guys will die with the fucking lie. Unless you catch them red fucking handed, if you can't prove shit, they're not doing shit. Oh yeah, prove it. Prove it, bitch. Prove it. 
Prove that I have that shit in my car and I'm shooting it at you. Prove that I fucking put that shit. Prove it. Fucking prove it. Or else it didn't happen. Um, it's crazy how they lend that kind of logic to themselves, but won't lend that to somebody else who's proven their innocence. That's strange. Anyways, um, when I was going around and getting, you know, essentially what I call the receipts for what is actually happening, um, I did a little search for the area around my house from the border of Camp Pendleton, which is a military base down to where the beach is and then swung out. And I think about a five to 10 mile radius. And I interviewed specifically only people on the sex offender registry list, right? I got this radius that were guilty of something called forced penetration of a minor, which is basically child rape. And so I would literally, I went to over like 400, I think 412, if they ever want to get the count on it, child rapist houses. And I had to lie to them. I had to say I was here for one reason, et cetera. So they wouldn't like slam the door in my face or et cetera. I had to act like I was an independent journalist. I just had my mesh news business cards. And I said, yeah, I'm just here to see if anybody you've been noticing anybody breaking in your house, people harassing you out in town, you having any health problems, et cetera. We're, we're seeing a real surge in crime in this area. That was literally my, my spiel. You can go on knowstevenbeckman.com to see a couple of videos of my over 400 fucking interviews I did to find out what was actually going on. Because I don't care about hearsay. I care about the truth. Um, and... Um, a couple of the people I had to interview, believe it or not, they listed CD motels as their address. And I went and interviewed these guys. A lot of uh, the, the, the lot that I had to go and interview in the hotel rooms, etc., were Hispanic gang members. And the reason why they were fucking charged with that, along with other charges, was also trafficking in minors. So the gangbangers are getting these girls from the border fucking 13, 14, 15, 16 years old. And they're selling them for sex in lots of the hotels all around here in San Diego. So these motherfuckers are going out. People in the community think, oh, well, they're getting rid of the bad people. No, no, no. These guys will fucking sell 13, 14, 15 year old girls that are fucking locked up in a hotel room somewhere all throughout the fucking county. And how I know this is because I went and I had to interview some of these guys and, and I just came there and I, like I said, I asked them, well, do you notice this? Blah, blah, blah. No, they had fucking gang tattoos, shit on their fucking necks. They got, you know what I'm saying? You got them fucking the down ass fools with the high socks, et cetera. Like gangbangers at hotels, bro. And they're on this list because one of the charges was the fact that they were having sex with these girls while they were also selling their ass. So I had to put one of these criminals on blast, right? He was fucking with me. He's like, you know where the fuck we're fucking with you, whatever. And I'm like, bro, I know literally at that Motel 6, you are selling fucking teenagers. Fuck you. I fucking pointed out to this motherfucker. And then all of a sudden, this guy just switched. And he's like, yeah, well, you know what? Fuck you anyway. So like, you have to understand, these motherfuckers will hang on this lie that they're these good Samaritans because they're... Because that's what everyone else has been made to believe. Because the old ladies will go out and they'll fucking make everyone think, oh my gosh, thank you for letting me know, Dolores. And then these criminals will lean on this shit. And that's not the only way that they'll do it. But that's generally how it happens, how they put people's defenses down. 
And these gangbangers love this because now everyone thinks that they're great people. They don't know that in the fucking motel down the street where these guys hang out all the time, because that's where they score fucking rocks, etc., is they're fucking selling little girls. How do I know this? Because I had to fucking interview them. So understand that these gangbangers you are fucking with, even though they know that you know what the lie is, etc., these motherfuckers will die with... You have to catch them red fucking handed. Like in the case I had to. Or I had to fucking call this motherfucker out. I was like, dude, I literally know that you got fucking homies over there selling little fucking girls. In that hotel. What are you talking about, bro? Don't fucking give me this line of bullshit. And then, because I had him red handed, this motherfucker... It was like almost like watching uh, a drama school kid come out of fucking character. Right? So now he knew... I, you know what I'm saying? He knew it was bullshit. He goes, yeah, you know what? Then we'll fuck you anyway. Like all of a sudden now it's just like, well, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. 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 These, but these motherfuckers will literally, they don't care. They don't have a soul. They don't give a fuck about what's right and what's wrong. They just really enjoy being perceived as being good people, which they are not. And it's very much the opposite of what's going on. And if, they are in organized crime, especially in San Diego. They are definitely um, selling young girls at many of these hotels. That's just the reality. How do I know? Oh, I fucking checked. I literally did the fucking footwork. I met with these people. So understand when you are dealing with these fucking criminals, these guys will lie to you while they're fucking with you. And then eventually you'll come to fucking feel like you're drowning in this. You're just like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Because even the criminals now think I'm fucking horrible and I'm fucking, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Now they're even, they're not, they're not, they know what's going on. And you have to understand, especially in Southern California, if you're going through this shit, bro, like there are some horrible things going down at the fucking, the, 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 the hotels and motels throughout the County of San Diego, horrible things. I think if you do give a shit about uh, the safety of children, you should start kicking in doors in motels if you actually give a fuck. Because I, like I said, I went ahead and did a bunch of interviews. No one gives a shit about their fucking own backyard. It's a bunch of bullshit. Um, if anything, they're trying to make you look in the opposite direction of who's actually doing shit. But what I want you to act to understand is these criminals, bro, they will lie. They will put on whole shows. They don't care. The, it's fun for them. Um, they get a rush from it. They get an extra rush because they know police are allowing this to happen and they're also getting compensated. And like I said, there's more than one ways to compensate a criminal. You know, you can just say, Hey, if anybody calls us for someone running girls or selling dope out of this hotel, we won't come. So you'll make a whole lot more money this week. Cause you won't have to fucking worry about shit. Like there's so many ways to pay criminals to get shit done, but understand that the criminals Especially the criminals, because you will, they will let their presence known. Do not believe a fucking word. Do not believe that. And you have to understand the mind of a lot of these gangbangers and criminals. They, unless you catch them literally red handed, right? Um, they think that you, since you can't prove shit or you didn't catch them red handed, it doesn't exist. That's their mindset. So if you can't prove that they're lying about whatever they're thin, do you know what I'm saying? then who the fuck are you? What are you going to say? You have to literally 
like expose them. Like I had to, where I fucking, I was like, bro, I know, bro, I know where the fuck you just came from. You know where the fuck you just came from. And I know they're fucking selling fucking teenagers over there. Get the fuck out of here. And then all of a sudden his whole decorum changed from, uh, I'm, you know what I'm saying? They think that they're, they're doing like street justice too. Yeah. You know what? Well, fuck you anyway. Like all of a sudden their real personality comes out. Now they're themselves. Well, fuck you anyway. We're fucking with you anyway. Deal with it. So understand that, especially when they have the criminals fucking coming after you, that it's a giant show. Most of these guys don't have a fucking soul. What's that great fucking, um, what's that great quote from, uh, what's it called? The hangover. When uh, they're in Thailand, that motherfucker's like, you know, we're all dead inside. Right. (laughs) Right. Remember that shit? What the fuck? Chan? Chan was like, you know, we're all dead inside. Full. Like, that's those motherfuckers. They're fucking dead inside, homie. They don't care. They don't have a moral compass. But they do enjoy the fake accolades that they might be bad people with a heart of gold. They're crackheads with a heart of gold. They love that shit. But don't buy into it. And it's a bit gaslighty how it happens. And so you just have to understand that they're dead inside. Just like fucking Chan said in Hangover, man. We're fucking all dead inside. Remember that? That shit is so fucking funny. But they are. They're fucking dead inside. And um, it's important for you to know that. Because it does weigh on you psychologically when you feel like you're fighting so many enemies. Just understand that if criminals fucking with you are fucking dead inside. They don't fucking care. Um, They're probably off doing worse things. But their mentality, a criminal's mentality is if you can't fucking catch me red-handed, then... Uh, you know, saying, then you can't prove shit, then I'm just a normal motherfucker, like, then, you know what I'm saying, like, that's how they think about the world, even though they don't extend that same logic to other people, just themselves. Anyways, understand those motherfuckers are full of shit, understand that you have to catch them red-handed, or else you're just going to have to deal with their gaslighting, they'll be abusing you while saying things, uh, rhetoric, etc., that aren't true, but they just know they get you because one of the worst things about being abused is you will get so tired of the abuse, you'll, just be, you'll go out of your way to find out what's actually happening. Like in my case, like I was willing to interview fucking over 400 child rapists on video, bro, to get to the what's actually happening. Does this community actually give a shit? Is this is what's going on, etc., right? Um, and it was very much the opposite. It was just a bunch of hype and a bunch of people who enjoyed mistreating somebody they didn't know. And as long as you gave me some thinly strung together bullshit, um, that's all I need. And uh, because that shit will, it's, it's, how can I put this? The hardest thing about the truth not setting you free is the fact that you've been sold this idea that the truth sets you free. And then it'll fuck with your head, bro. When you're just like, you go out of your way to show receipts, etc. This is what's going on. This is what the truth is. Not all this bullshit people are saying. It'll fuck with your head in ways you never thought. Um, then you'll start to doubt yourself. Like, am I fucking not getting this right? Blah, blah, blah. But you'll you'll go through all the paces. You'll get all the documentation. You'll get, uh, like I had to go through um, the district attorney um, because you know what I'm saying your, your internet service provider keeps a track of everything that you do online. I had to go and get a fucking polygraph. I had to go and do fucking interviews with 
fucking all those piles of shit. I had went to police station after police station on video, you know, asking him, you know what I'm saying, if there anybody came through here for anything, any, any, uh, people getting reports, um, et cetera. I had to go to the district attorney's office and ask them about cases where the statute of limitations got, uh, what's it called, well, uh, expired. And if those were, you know, saying, you know, if, do you guys have any cases on me where, you know, statute of limitations expired, et cetera, da, da, like a file on me? They're like, no, we don't got nothing like that. And then I had to go and find the laws that show, hey, if this was true, um, I would definitely be in jail. And then I had to go and interview all those piles of shit to show you guys also don't even actually care about this. Um, so even though you'll go through all that to clear your own fucking name, it doesn't matter because people are repeating a lie. And what happens is once people say something about you privately, if they have to retract it publicly, it's terrifying for people because they have to essentially admit that they're easily fooled and that they will baselessly say life ruining things about you because it just makes them feel better for five seconds. And that's something that most people don't possess the honesty about themselves to do. But understand when you are dealing with these criminals, like I said, it's an extra layer of gaslighting. You have to catch these guys red handed. In my case, because I did all those interviews, I found out what was really, really going on. Like these guys are fucking dirt merchants, bro. They're paws of shit. And they just enjoy being able to get away with a crime because the U S government and local city government, uh, was so nice to fucking, you know, pave that pathway for them. And they just enjoy doing things to pe- mean things to people. It's just part of their culture. But you have to you have to catch these motherfuckers literally red-handed before they will before they will put it, give up the act. These guys will die with the lie. And like I said, it's insanely gaslighty. Especially when you've gone out of your way to clear your fucking name. And you still have people repeating rhetoric while they're abusing you that you've already put to bed. It's, it's, it has an extreme weight on your subconscious and your stress levels, etc. And it's just something I want you to understand and to get over that hurdle and understand the reality is these motherfuckers will just keep repeating a lie until you catch them red-handed. And you can't let their... Because they will abuse you and while they're abusing you, they will repeat lies while they're abusing you. Um... Because it's essentially like a smokescreen. But like I said, it'll start to fuck with your own head. And if it, because what happens is pain is, pain in your brain registers as an extremely truthful thing. So if somebody is implementing pain on you while they're delivering um, bad information that even though you know is not true, etc., and they keep repeating it. And I've gone out of my way to reach out to that community. I've made postcards and flyers. I got a website. Um, I would just fucking hit these guys up who I would see stalking me and be nice to them. Be like, hey, bro, you understand. Like, I hope you're not under the wrong impression. Look, I have this postcard. We got this like three minute video you can check out and see everything what's actually happening. Because I don't know if you're just doing this because you heard something or you're getting paid. Like, I interact with these people. Um, so it's extremely... It really fucking weighs down on on your psyche when you're being abused and people are saying things that aren't true while they're abusing you that you've gone out of your way 
to prove the opposite. It's because these criminals enjoy the smokescreen of the lie that was handed to them so they can do their job. And unless you absolutely catch them red-handed, these motherfuckers walk on water until you catch them red-handed. Like with the scenario I had with the one gentleman where he was saying a bunch of crazy things while fucking shooting that radiation in my car. And then I fucking I was like, bro, I know literally where you fucking came from. And I know what the fuck's going on over there. I know you guys are selling little fucking kids. And then... Like, I just got him red hand. I just knew about all the shit going on where this guy just came from. And then his his whole fucking demeanor change from, um, you know, artificial fucking superhero, you know, local Justice League to, yeah, you know what? Well, fuck you then. How about fuck you? Because, you know, because fuck you. How about that? So all of a sudden he became his real self. Wasn't that lovely? So understand that's what happened. And these criminals... Enjoy the smears about you because it allows them to work um, without any resistance and 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 understand how it gets festered within the community. It's not the only way, but it's one of the of the ways that, you know, a lie can be spread is because is because of how you deliver it. You know, you get a bunch of old ladies to go around and act like concerned citizens, etc. And then the gangsters who are actually doing the fucking the mean shit fucking like skimboard on that fucking thinly layered bullshit now i just had somebody hold me turn off my ac i just had somebody contact me he's like hey i heard your podcast do you have any more information on what you're talking about um with like the hotels and stuff yeah you know believe it or not after i was like forced to learn about all this stuff with like the whole kind of spectrum of because once you get smeared with something you have to find out how they're lying about you and all the ways that they could twist something. And then you have to understand, like, the laws behind things and the reality, etc. Because, like, especially after Jeffrey Epstein, it turned everybody into a conspiracy theorist whenever you hear anything about, like, child sex trafficking or sexual deviance or what have you. So there's this, now there's this aura where everyone thinks, like, oh, everything's a conspiracy when it comes to those people. Like, no, not at all, not at all. There's nothing, there's no conspiracy about the fucking Megan's Laws list. There's nothing, it's shit that's been around forever. The reason why it was such a big deal with him is because of his high-end clientele. But what happens is it now turns everyone to thinking, like, this whole, that whole world is a conspiracy and everyone's covering it up from the mailman all the way to the present, like... It's not, it's just that guy was a special case. But now it's turned everyone to, like, whenever they hear anything about having to do with any of that shit, you can literally tell them anything. It's like UFOs. If somebody doesn't know shit about UFOs, you can tell them anything you want. It doesn't matter. They don't know. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of how this, um, it's kind of how this kind of sewer of society has turned into. So when somebody smears you with that now, they're already pre-primed for conspiratorial thought because the only thing people... The person, the pe- the person people pretty much know about that is the whole Epstein case. And now, now everyone thinks that whenever something is brought up, anything about that topic, whether it be a smear or whatever, you're automatically lumped in with all these like, you know, eyes wide shut parties where fucking um, uh, Shirley Temple's at and shit like that. Like, right? You just every, your brain goes to these crazy places all of a sudden because of that one scenario. And that's not the case at all. And in fact, there's probably some horrible child sex trafficking going on in your neighborhood. And like I said, I was forced to learn about this because I had to go. I went and I met with all these people on the list because I was curious. How was your life, bro? Because they're saying these things about me and I want to know the reality. 
And then I end up finding out like some of these people, you know what I'm saying? Some of the more rundown hotels, but they, that's the residents. And you know what I'm saying? They get caught up in that shit. And, um, it took me down this path where then I had to learn more and more. I was like, well, why is there registered sex? Why are there registered, um, child sex predators at hotels? And then I started learning more and more about it. And I'm going to drop these links. And if you want to check them out and read them, but here's just what you, just for your, just for, 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 for you to understand what's going on here. Uh, believe it or not, most hotels, it's like commonly known that pretty much all hotel chains, even the owners of the hotel chains know their, their facilities are being used for child sex trafficking. And you're like, that sounds crazy. No, no, no. So here's businesshumanrights.org, the organization that shines a light on things. I'm going to read just something right here. I'm going to leave a link to all these things because I was my mind was blown because I didn't know anything about this shit either, right? So, I mean, just kind of lending back to me pointing out that these gangsters and stuff like that who all set up shop in many of these hotels and then come out of their lair come and fuck with me, whatever the businesses are near there, etc. where I called that one guy out because I actually went and I met somebody at that hotel. But then I had, and I was just curious. So I started going down this fucking rabbit hole, more of this shit. And believe it or not, all hotels are under major scrutiny for child sex trafficking and are a haven for the shit. And let me just read you this, this, and I'm going to leave this, uh, article inside the, inside the, um, description. But this is, like I said, from businesshumanrights.org. Uh, They're an organization that tracks human rights violations by corporations. And uh, let me read the article. It says, Hotel brands owned by Hilton, Intercontinental, and Best Western, among the number of leading global chains accused from profiting from sex trafficking. In a landmark case, lawyers' claims demonstrate industry-wide failures to prevent sex trafficking. It has been alleged that women and children are being held captive, abused, and sold for sex in many of the guest rooms across the United States. Um, a total of 13 women have accused a dozen hotel groups of willfully ignoring signs that sexual exploitation was taking place on their premises. An estimated 80% of all human trafficking arrests occur in or around hotels. The fuck out of here, right? The lawsuit claims in 2014, 92% of the calls for national human trafficking hotline received in, involved reports of sex trafficking taking place at hotels. Despite well-publicized industry-wide initiatives to tackle child sex trafficking, child sex trafficking, including staff training to identify potential victims, the hotel change named in the lawsuit failed to adequately implement such policies, in some cases failed to implement any policies at all, lawsuit claims. But basically, every major hotel chain knows child sex trafficking. In fact, 80% of child sex trafficking in the world happens at hotels. I never knew that either. So believe it or not, when I went to go visit those guys, I was definitely in a fucking dangerous, horrible spot. Like fucking Satan lived there, homie. I mean, that guy had no shame. He just listed the hotel as his address. I mean, there are some hotels where you can pay by the month, um, which is one of them. But like, yes, you have no fucking clue. Everyone is sitting there worried about their neighborhoods, etc. Bro, if you really care, let me tell you, if you really care about this shit, I would start kicking in doors at the fucking Motel 6, at the Best Western. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, crazy shit. 80% of child sex trafficking happens at hotels. I would have never known. I was forced to go down this pathway because of all this shit. But yeah, I'll leave the, the link to that article. There's two more articles where it shows that the hotels knowingly knew that this was taking place. But because sex trafficking keeps so many of their rooms full, right, at occupancy... 
they ignore it because it, it, <laughs> believe it or not, it contributes a significant margins of their profits. So they will allow children to be raped in their rooms, major hotels. I mean, major hotel, 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 most of them, actually, most of them will allow this to happen because it keeps their occupancy rate up and those people pay every day or they'll pay for a week or a month or what have you. They, they, they pay the bills to keep the fucking lights on. So they, so these hotels are purposely taking a blind eye. So I never knew this, but yeah, somebody asked me, could you talk more about that? I appreciate the DM. I don't know why my DMs were on Twitter were turned off, but I turned it back on. But, uh, yeah, bro. Crazy. I'll leave, I'll leave three articles in the description if you want to learn more about it, but I would have never known. So yeah, if you actually, you know what I'm saying? You think you care about that, uh, uh, uh if you care about, you know, the children, et cetera, I would start kicking in fucking doors at your local hotel. I mean, 80% of that shit happens in hotels, specifically child sex trafficking. 80% of it happens in or around hotels. I would have never known unless I had to go down this path. But like I said, when I called this dude out, he quickly changed his tune because he knew that I knew what the fuck was going on over with that fucking joint where he just popped his head out of. So it's stuff you never know about unless you look under a rock. How What I think is crazy is the fact that I never heard about this ever in my life. So that means these hotel chains must be paying a fuck ton of money for major publications to not publish these stories. Crazy, right? Crazy. That's a whole nother fucking rabbit hole. But who would have ever thought? I would have never thought. But I'll put those stories in the description so you can learn more about that. Because my mind was blown after I was forced to go down this path to, um, you know, I'm saying clear my own name. And I learned about all this horrible shit that's going on just literally around you all the time. And the most horrible shit. The worst shit in the world is always hiding in plain sight. You just never think it's there. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it's not in or around you. And people only care about what's around you. But the reality is, is it's hiding in plain sight. And it's worse than ever. And the fact that hotels are purposely turning a blind eye. They don't care if kids get raped in their hotel rooms because it's contributing so much, so significantly to their fucking, their bottom line. That's crazy. That's crazy. 80%, 80% happens in or around hotels of child sex trafficking. Insane. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I put that shit down in the, in the comments just so you know, I'm not pulling bullshit out of my ass. Cool. Anyways, I hope this information was helpful to you. Um, Please check out Mesh TV where we got a whole bunch of trusted newsmakers on there who love what they do. Uh, you go to tv.meshnews.org. Check out our website, meshnews.org. Check out the Cointel Pro's website, Cointel Pro, the number two, and then zero spelled out, zero.com. And um, free Assange, man. Bring Snowden back home. And I hope this message finds you as I broadcast from San Diego from deep inside the filter bubble. I want to thank you for listening as we pull back the curtain. Now, we are a zero-profit news project. Not a 5013C nonprofit, but a zero-profit passion project. We don't make money doing this at all. So we don't have sponsors, but we do endorse necessities and organizations that are worth your time and money. So, you know, whether you're a target of COINTELPRO or just one of the 55,000 plus listeners to the podcast, I recommend getting yourself a Faraday bag. That's F-A-R-A-D-A-Y. A Faraday bag or a Faraday sleeve for your mobile device. 
They make Faraday backpacks and phone sleeves and even sleeves to put your key fobs in so you can put your laptops and your tablets and all sorts of things in these bags at different sizes. And, you know, especially for the key fobs, because as key fobs become more and more smarter, you know, your car keys, um, who knows what kind of tracking tech can be used maliciously in your car key fobs. So they actually make those as well. Uh, there are many brands. I don't recommend, I don't, and you know, recommend a particular brand. They all do the same thing, but there are brands out there called Mission Darkness, uh, Hadoofy, that's H-O-D-U-F-Y, um, Silent Pocket is another brand name, just to name a few. They all work the same, but they have different stitching and features and price points, so whatever brand you choose, you need to get yourself one, as the security state is continuing to violate the Constitution and your God-given American rights to privacy. It's not about if you have nothing to hide. It's about the principle that the Fourth Amendment is not conditional. Now, did you know the Department of Homeland Security can put you on a domestic terror watch list just for homeschooling your kids outside the brainwashing and dumbed-down public school system? That's 100% a fact. Because of this, you know, I want to endorse the Ron Paul homeschool system. And you can find it at, find it at ronpaulhomeschool.com. It teaches your kids in domestic terror, such as critical thinking, comprehension, high standard education that surpasses the public school systems. And in levels above like third grade, I'm pretty sure the system is entirely video based and automated online. So it doesn't require mommy and daddy to be full time teachers. They can do this from a desk in their room on like an inexpensive Chromebook. Well, you can still grow like a home based business have a grandparent or child care monitor, uh, monitor their day-to-day or whomever you see fit, and then allow them to have the important social stimulus at like an after-school program like the Boys and Girls Club, dance, sports, MMA, whatever. But overall, it's time for this country to raise thinkers and doers, not sheep and robots that reinforce the status quo, which is why I cannot enough recommend the Ron Paul homeschool system. Um, in addition to this... The Mesh News Project would like to recommend to families becoming a member of a mosque, a temple, or a Christian church. Even if you don't know what you believe or you don't believe anything at all, what public schools don't teach you is ethics. That's where church comes in. In many degree programs in higher education, there's often a course called ethics, but that's in higher education. You know, like business ethics, medical ethics, judicial ethics, etc., where school, where, where school teaches, public school just teaches education, not even that well, church fulfills the portion that's not covered in schools, and that is human ethics. So not only do churches provide ethics trainings for your kids, but it also gives them social interaction within the environment of high ethics. So even if you're not a believer, have that discussion with your kids, just like you did with Santa Claus, you know? This is, overall, it's just an imperative ingredient for raising good people. And when they turn 18, tell them they can do whatever they want. But until then, their ass belongs to Jesus. And finally, we would also like to endorse, you know, shit hits the fan skills like learning basic home and auto repair, uh, learning how to do food and water storage. You can learn all that stuff like on YouTube and learn 3D printing and, you know, 3D printing for parts, etc., or even for firearms. You have to understand, you know, the pandemic really opened our eyes to you know, the the country could short, shut down in just the littlest of time. And you may not have access to many resources. Banks might be shut down. You know, who knows? 
But with 3D printing, you can go online to like places like the Gatalog. That's G-A-T, like Gats, Gatalog.com. And they can te- they teach you everything about 3D printing your own firearms. And they're legal. It's legal. It's within the law. It's not illegal. They're not ghost guns. Um, it's legal within the law or they wouldn't be able to exist. Go to the Gatalog and other online resources. And, you know, also if things shut down, you might need to print things like parts, replacement parts, whatever. So 3D printing, absolutely. Um, aside from basic, like food and water storage skills and home and auto repair skills is an imperative. Um, it's just like insurance. You know what I'm saying? You pay insurance for your car and your home, etc. Just in case you need skills that are insurance. Now, Mesh News is a zero profit production. And you can find out more about us at meshnews.org. And I recommend watching our annual documentary, 2030 Vision. You can find it at the front page of our website. That's meshnews, M-E-S-H, N-E-W-S.org. Now, if you take anything away from this podcast, I want you to understand, like gospel, it's not red versus blue, brown versus white, LGBTQ versus breeders, or you versus your neighbors. It's always been and always will be the haves versus the have-nots. You are the only thing that's real. Narratives are the delusions. Fear, love, and time is the only currency. I'm Stephen Beckman, and I hope this message finds you as I broadcast from San Diego from deep inside the filter bubble.